This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, under the oversight of the elders of the Chipman Road Congregation in Lee Summit, Missouri. Hello, and welcome to the podcast, Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4 says, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Join us now as we go to the live broadcast of Spiritual Appetizers podcast. Welcome, and thank you for joining us in another live episode of Spiritual Appetizers Podcast, episode 196, Disciples Have to Be Made. The spiritual appetizer that will be used in this episode is from Matthew chapter 28, verses 18 through 20. Church, we need to remember that disciples have to be made. They do not just spontaneously happen. Read with me now, Matthew chapter 28, verses 18 through 20. And Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And, lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Church, we need to remember that disciples do not just happen. They do not just spontaneously come into existence. We cannot just sit around on the couch or come to church and sit in the pews and just have disciples be making themselves. We have to go and make disciples. If we recognize the authority of Christ, then we have to go and make disciples. Church, we have to remember that disciples have to be made, they do not just spontaneously happen. And today what we're going to be talking about is children. Children do not just spontaneously become members of the Lord's church. If we don't lead them to becoming members of the Lord's church, they're not going to become members of the Lord's church. As their parents, we have to help them to understand what God wants from them. Church, we need to remember that disciples do not just spontaneously happen. They have to be made. That's why Jesus said, go and make disciples of all nations. If disciples just spontaneously happened, then we would not have to go. They would just come to us and everything would be fine and the church would grow. But that's not what is happening in the church today. Because we don't understand the Great Commission to go and to make disciples. Disciples have to be made. They do not just spontaneously happen. And this is the same way that it is with our children today. Let's look at a few verses in the podcast today to show us how we make disciples of our children. First, we're going to start off with the need to go and make disciples. In Acts chapter 8, verses 30 and 31, we see this. So Philip ran to him. And heard him reading the prophet Isaiah, and said, Do you understand what you are reading? And he said, How can I, unless someone guides me? And he asked Philip to come up and sit with him. This is very important in understanding our role as a teacher today. When Philip came to the Ethiopian eunuch, he was reading from the prophet Isaiah. And so he asked him a question, a question that was very relevant. Do you understand what you're reading? In verse 31, the eunuch would give his answer. 
And he said, how can I unless someone guides me? This was the answer that he gave to Philip. And so Philip explained to him what was being talked about. Now we need to remember that this was an adult. The eunuch was not a child. He was an adult. And his response to Philip when he was asked, do you understand what you're reading is how can I unless someone guides me? As an adult, he did not understand what he was reading. And oftentimes today, we expect our children to understand what they're reading without anyone to guide them in their understanding of it. It takes a lot of time with someone to guide someone, especially a child, in understanding some of the very hard principles within the scriptures. Even baptism can be very confusing to children today because the world says you don't have to be baptized. And so children can have all different kinds of misunderstandings within the word. And simply reading it is not going to be enough for a child. They need to know it. They need to have guidance in it. This is why the eunuch said, how can I unless someone guides me? Church, we need to remember the disciples have to be made. They do not just spontaneously happen. Our children are not going to spontaneously become members of the Lord's church simply because they follow or watch our example. Our example is good, and we should be a good example to our children in how to live the godly life. But we also have to instruct. We have to teach our children how to become disciples of Christ. We have to make them into disciples of Christ. We have to mold them into what God wants them to be. Again, we're going to see this principle in Romans chapter 10, verses 14 through 17. Read with me Romans chapter 10, verses 14 through 17. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? How shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach unless they are sent, as it is written? How beautiful are the feet of those who preach the gospel of peace, who bring glad tidings of good things. But they have not all obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah says, Lord, who has believed our report? So then faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Notice with me verse 14 in this. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed. How shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? If our children do not believe, how are they going to call upon him? And if we're not modeling it, if we're not teaching them about Christ, how are they going to believe? How are they going to have faith that comes from his word later here in verse 17? How shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? If we're not teaching our children, if we just simply expect them to follow our example and they're not hearing it out of our mouth, then how are they going to believe in him of whom they have not heard? Church, we need to remember that disciples have to be made. They do not just spontaneously happen. And oftentimes in the church today, we expect our children to just spontaneously become members of the Lord's church. And then in verse 14, at the end of it, it says, how shall they hear without a preacher? And so how they, shall they hear without a preacher? They need to hear it over and over 
and over again from our mouths. They need to hear how to become a Christian over and over and over and over again. They need to hear what it means to be a Christian over and over and over again. They need to see us studying God's Word. They need to see us praying. But we also need to pray with them, and we also need to study with them. In verses 15 through 17 of Romans chapter 10, it says, And how shall they preach unless they are sent? As it is written, How beautiful are the feet of those who preach the gospel of peace, who bring glad tidings of good things. But they have not all obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah says, Lord, who has believed our report? So then faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Church, if we really want our children to be disciples of Christ, they need to hear the word of God over and over and over again. They need to see it in our lives over and over and over again. We need to use our mouths to preach the word of God to them over and over and over again. We're going to see this throughout the book of Deuteronomy. In Deuteronomy chapter 4, verses 9 and 10, I want you to notice something with me. I also want you to notice how many times Moses told the children of Israel, your children need to hear this over and over and over again. Church, we need to remember that disciples have to be made. They do not just spontaneously happen. And this is what Moses is trying to get across to the children of Israel. Israel never truly understood this point. And thus, why they kept falling away from God is because they truly did not understand this point. Notice Deuteronomy 4, 9 through 10. Only take heed to yourself, and diligently keep yourself, lest you forget the things your eyes have seen, and lest they depart from your heart all the days of your life. And teach them to your children and your grandchildren, especially concerning the day you stood before the Lord, your God, in Horeb. When the Lord said to me, Gather the people to me, and I will let them hear my words, that they may learn to fear me all the days they live on the earth, and that they may teach their children. Notice verse 9, only take heed to yourself and diligently keep yourself. This is going to be key in all the verses that talk about teaching children. You have to first do it. You have to be the example, but then you have to open up your mouth and you actually have to teach your children about God. Lest you forget the things your eyes have seen, unless they depart from your heart all the days of your life, and teach them to your children and your grandchildren. Open up your mouth, teach them of God. Especially concerning the day you stood before the Lord your God in Horeb, when the Lord said to me, Gather the people to me, and I will let them hear my words, that they may learn to fear me. Your children will not learn to fear God unless you teach them to fear God. This is something that is constant throughout the book of Deuteronomy. Your children will never learn to fear God unless you teach them with your words and instruct them on how to fear God. This is something that's very important. Let's go on to another verse found in Deuteronomy as well. Deuteronomy chapter 6, verses 4 through 15. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. And these words which I command you today shall be in your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children, and shall talk of them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, when you lie down, and when you rise up. You shall bind them as a sign on your hand, and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. You shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates." 
So it shall be when the Lord your God brings you into the land of which he swore to your fathers, to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, to give you large and beautiful cities which you did not build, houses full of all good things which you did not fill, hewn out wells which you did not dig, vineyards and olive trees which you did not plant when you have eaten and are full. Then beware lest you forget the Lord who brought you out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage. You shall fear the Lord your God and serve him and shall take oaths in his name. You shall not go after other gods, the gods of the people who are all around you. For the Lord your God is a jealous God among you, lest the anger of the Lord your God be aroused against you and destroy you from the face of the earth. Again, notice that Moses taught them. First, you have to be an example. You have to live the word of God in your life. And then... You have to teach it to your children. You have to talk about it, verse 7. Talk about it when? From the time they get up in the morning till the time they go to bed at night. And all this is done so that they do not forget. They do not forget who brought them out of the land of Egypt. If we stop talking about it, if we stop making disciples out of our children, they're going to forget. And this is a problem that we've seen in the church too often today, is that when children get older, and the parents have stopped talking to them about God because they didn't spend enough time talking to them about God when they were young, they forget about God. Church, we need to remember that disciples have to be made. They do not spontaneously happen. Our children will never become disciples of God, disciples of Christ, unless we make them disciples of Christ by teaching them, by being an example to them, and by doing this over and over in their lives, only then will they truly become disciples of Christ and remain disciples of Christ throughout their life. This was something that was so important that he said it in Deuteronomy 4. He said it in Deuteronomy 6. And he's going to say it again in Deuteronomy chapter 11, verses 18 through 21. Therefore, you shall lay up these words of mine in your heart and in your soul, and bind them as a sign on your hand, and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. You shall teach them to your children, speaking of them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, when you lie down, and when you rise up. And you shall write them on the doorpost of your house and on your gates, that your days and the days of your children may be multiplied in the land of which the Lord swore to your fathers to give them, like the days of the heavens above the earth." Church, we need to remember that disciples have to be made. They do not just spontaneously happen. If we want our children to remain faithful to God, we need to understand this. Three times in the book of Deuteronomy, Moses warns the children of Israel about this, and he tells them how to make disciples out of their children. Be an example. Teach them, open up your mouth and proclaim the message of the gospel to them. The message which is in the law, according to Moses, which is in the New Testament for us. Well, really, it's in all of scriptures. All of scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction and in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped unto every good work. Teach them from the time you get up in the morning until the time they go to bed so that they don't forget God. He taught them this in Deuteronomy 4, Deuteronomy 6, and in Deuteronomy chapter 11. And it's something that we need to remember today. 
It's also in the New Testament. If you'll turn over with me to Ephesians chapter 6 and read verses 1 through 4, we're going to see that this principle is also in the New Testament. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and your mother, which is the first commandment with a promise, that it may be well with you, and you may live long on the earth. And you fathers, do not provoke your children to wrath, but bring them up in the training and the admonition of the Lord. Notice that there's a lot that is similar to Deuteronomy here. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and your mother. When your mother and your father teach you, honor them, listen to them. But notice verse 3, that it may be well with you and you may live long on the earth. This was the promise that was given in Deuteronomy chapter 6, so that the land, the promise of the land, would not be taken away from the children if the parents taught them. But that's not what happened. The land was taken away from the children of Israel because the parents neglected to teach them. Then in verse 4 it says, And you fathers, provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up in the nurture and the admonition of the Lord. Fathers, we have a great responsibility. Parents, we have a great responsibility to raise our children and the Lord. Church, we need to remember that disciples have to be made. They do not just spontaneously happen. We need to teach our children. We need to raise them in the Lord. We need to be an example for them and use our mouths to proclaim the message of the gospel to them if we want them to be and remain faithful. So as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. So, as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. We thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Bible Media by visiting our website, BibleWayMedia.org. You can find all of our podcasts and all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.